welcome, welcome back to Wow, It's a Podcast. Today we have special guest John Wilson. He is the children's pastor at our church, and he's going to be sharing a little bit about himself, uh, giving his testimony. It's just going to be an encouraging podcast for all of our listeners. So uh, let's let's jump right into it. John, tell us a bit about yourself. Hello, John. Oh, well, tell a little bit about myself. Boy, it's really hard for me to talk about myself. You know, I'm, oh, I'm yes. sure. <laughs> I, I'm, it is well known uh, how humble I am. And, and in fact, I once had a t-shirt made for myself that, that was congratulating myself on my humility. So um, I will say, uh, you want to know something really pertinent about me? I'm a huge fan of WOW! It's a podcast. <laughs> yeah yeah so so i came on to this and i'm like man i'm probably only gonna get asked to do this once so i gotta bring i gotta bring my (laughs) a game and i gotta i gotta prove to them that i am their biggest fan and so i was talking and and preston wanted to argue with me and say he was your biggest fan so we were we were going back and forth and i said preston is yes to be clear that he is my son um and and uh (laughs) So, so I wanted to prove to you guys, though, that's how big of a fan I am by letting, by, I, I really have a question for Savannah, and I want to make a statement to you, Arissa. Oh, yes. great. So I don't even get to answer. I just have to take yes, it. Yes, you just have to take it. Well, and, and I can always form the statement in, like, as a question if it makes you feel any better. So, so Savannah, okay. champagne toast. Now, that's for, this is for any of those listeners that listen on a weekly basis. Champagne toast. I had never heard of this before, and I, I thought it was very humorous um, that your your friend um, Layla didn't realize that she thought it was like crunchy toast with bread. But anyways, um, do you have to be twenty one years old to purchase it? No, no, you don't. It, it's it's just supposed to be like um, no, it's just a candle. So I, I don't think you would have to be twenty one to purchase it. Okay, I, mean, I don't. I, think, I don't think it. you got that. I don't think you even get what I'm saying. That's okay though. It's 21 champagne, champagne. Okay, never. When well, you have to explain a joke, it's really it's. I know. Okay, okay. and right. then Arissa, um, yeah, next. this is for you. Ready for this? Okay, I've been working with some of my my closest friends. I have some designer friends that live in Los Angeles and New York, and and yeah, really? oh yeah, of course. And um, if we could come up with a summer boot. Would you wear it? Yes, yes. I okay, would. okay. So that is that is the goal of my life. Um, since I am over twenty-one, I'm going to purchase some champagne toast um, from Bath and Body Works, and then I'm also going to work with my designer friends. We're going to come up with some some uh, boots that you can wear year-round, specifically in the summertime. I, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe open-toed boots. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. We can make it happen. Maybe. Listen, and, if you do that, we'll bring you back on the podcast. <laughs> and, and my last thing that you need to know about me, this is going to blow your minds, but I definitely hear my thoughts. Uh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's boring. Now, now the, there, <laughs> we, we there are lots of voices to my thoughts. Now, that's, now that could be a podcast in and of itself. Um, the, the many voices that I hear in my head that, that are talking to me. But yes, they are definitely... Uh, it is a voice or voices, plural, in, in my thoughts. Oh. Well, that's nice. <laughs> you didn't even let us ask. <laughs> it's perfect. So, I, yeah, you're definitely one of our biggest fans. But listen, we're not making any, uh, we're not making any titles here. Because we have a lot of fans. Yeah. Don't you know? Oh, that's true. That's loads true. And loads. We I are, uh, we're yeah. world-renowned. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. We uh we have um, people listening that go to Poland. Yep. <laughs> Wait. Uh, people listening. Did, did you say that go to Poland or live in? Yes. I, I felt like you were going to say live in Poland, but then you said, "Okay, just go ahead, go ahead." They well, just go there. yes, that was the point. It was it was supposed to it was supposed to sound like it was something special. <laughs> we have people that listen that have been to Canada, that have been to Michigan, that have been. <laughs> To Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I once went to uh, to Niagara Falls. So, see, we have Great. people listening that have been to Niagara yeah, Falls. Yeah. I've never been there. That's that's, that's, that's wow. I'm, my mind is is honestly just blown. 
Yeah, it should be. <laughs> it should be. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit of what you're going to talk about while you are on today. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to share a little bit of my testimony with you ladies. And, and I think in, in little bits and pieces, I, I've talked to you guys before. And uh, I'm really passionate. And, I, and if anybody knows me, they know that children's ministry. I, I think if you were going to talk about truly uh, answering your original question, tell us about yourself. You know, um, true passion in my life is children's ministry. Um, but children's, children, obviously, if you uh, think about it, they become teenagers. And then those teenagers become adults. And, and it really is becoming a, a full life cycle ministry that I've, over the years, I've been doing, doing children's ministry for 18 years. I'm, uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, 20 years. So I've been doing children's ministry since I was 18 years old. Um, so more than half of my life, I'm 38 years old, more than. Now we all know how old. Yes, I'm, I'm old. That's fine. I'm, I'm actually younger. I'm younger than our youth pastor. Let's just rem- remember that. That's I am true. younger than Brandon. So. And that's what's important. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he has gray hairs. I have no hairs. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> gray might be better than none, but who knows? But, but children's ministry is, is honestly my, my passion. And, um. I wanted to talk about how that came, how that came about. All right. So, so uh, I'll just walk you through this and and any questions you guys have along the way, you stop me. And, uh, you know, I I would love to uh, jump down some rabbit holes along the way. But um, when I was a teenager, I wanted nothing more than to be the next worship leader of CLC. Um, if you would have asked, oh, yeah, uh, you name dropped our church. Oh, I'm not, I'm not no. allowed to do that. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. I wanted to be the worship leader. We just never have. I wanted to be a worship leader at a random church <laughs> in Heath, Ohio. Yes. Now, so, um, but I want—that's what I wanted. I at 14, 15 years old, uh, I wanted nothing more than to be a worship leader, and and. Um, you know, I had a, a, enough talent that I was getting used in in worship and in a singing capacity. Um, so I kind of just ran with that. And instead of me taking the time to really seek out what God was wanting me to do, I tried to dictate to God what I wanted him to do in my life. I thought, well, you know, God, you, you gave me this talent, so clearly I, this is what I should do with it. And, and so as, as time went by and as the years passed on, um, I, I, it was easy to get complacent in, in that ministry. I, I, was, I was leading um, camp choir solos. I was um, teaching the tenor part for, for our church choir um, you know, when, when we first started doing praise singers um, in our in our old sanctuary at the church I was going to that I won't name, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was one of the yeah. I was one of the yeah yeah <laughs> I was uh, I was up there praise singing at, when they first put the praise team together with our current music leader. So I had everything kind of moving in that, in that trajectory. And then when a little bit of adversity came and a couple other people uh, either joined the, the, the praise team or started coming to our church and maybe they would start getting a song here or there. And, and I would kind of notice I wasn't being used as much as I used to be used. Um, mm-hmm. I let myself get bitter and I let myself get angry and instead of doing what I knew that I should have done, and that was really just turn it over to God, to, to seek his guidance, um, to listen to the ministry team, to listen to my pastor. I, I was so consumed with this calling that I had, quite frankly, placed on myself. Um, that, that it, it really, it was all consuming. I, I couldn't really think about, I couldn't right. think about doing anything else in church. Um, now I got married really, really young. I was eight, 18 years old when I got engaged, 19 when I got married. 
Uh, my wife and I will be celebrating our 20th anniversary this coming February. So, mm-hmm. so uh, it's, it's, it's hard to believe um, that that's, that's going to happen. But, but um, even, even getting married and going through all that, I still had this in my mind, this is what I'm going to do. Um, as those people were getting used, as I started getting bitter and I started, uh, you know, really just getting frustrated. Um, fortunately, we have good leadership in our church. We have, we've always had great men of God that are sensitive uh, to things like that. And, you know, when they, when someone would come to me, like the music director or the pastor, and they'd say, hey, are you okay? And you know, is everything all right? Of course, I, 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 I was strong. I was strong. I was too big for that. I was too good for that. And so I, I, oh, I'm good. I'm good. But inside I was not, I was growing more and more hollow on the inside. Um, I, we used to have a rule in order to sing, you had to be involved in another ministry. So, so when I got married at 18, 19 years old, um, uh, my, my wife's, um, brother-in-law um was over the children's ministry at our church and and she was helping out because her sister was involved and and it was just a natural if i have if i have to do another ministry then i guess i guess that's what i'll do i'll help so at 18 years old uh i started helping in the children's ministry not really because i felt any kind of calling or burden for it i I really did it because i was under the impression that i could get unlimited cookies and punch (laughs) So that is well now it's handy. <laughs> Why don't you serve cookies and punch everyone? Um, you know, it's more of a mess. And plus, I'm not gonna lie, I love candy. So and I have a deal with the local dentists where I get like a five percent pushback. I'm just joking, I don't have any yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> like, oh, here comes a, uh, you're gonna edit this out, right? No. Um <laughs> Oh, definitely not. No, it's staying in. It's in there. It's locked. No, I I love our giant candy bin. So I'm. Oh yes, and if if you don't know where it's at, we're not going to tell you. No, it's. Uh, Savannah, of course I know where it's at. Good. I was going to tell you anyway. It's it's really exciting. (laughs) This is a giant. I mean, for those that don't know, just imagine a boat, a boat that is full of candy. That is basically. It's basically. That's basically that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's every candy, not just the the crappy Halloween candy that you know your old neighbors give you. It's no, like, we got it's we got good. the stuff. We got like dots. We got like Snickers. Um, I mean, glow yeah. pops. It's. I mean, that's that's the real deal right there. When you when you can when you true. can suck on it for like ten minutes and then also chew it for another twenty. Yeah. That's how you know. Crazy. That's where you're at. Okay, I feel it's like we candy. got sidetracked. <laughs> we got a little sidetracked. This is normal. This is okay. normal for me though. So. but so so free you you joined because free cookies and punch yeah yeah and and so as as the the years went by as the years went by um you know i was helping in any capacity that i could in children's ministry as they asked me but i I really didn't care about it if i'm being completely honest about it uh, i didn't honestly i wouldn't have wanted myself to today i would not have wanted myself on the team i would not have recruited me and I would not have wanted me on the team. <laughs> so if a mini John Wilson walks in, you're not going to let well, them? If they're bold, if they're bold, I'll consider it. Because oh, okay. they can put the plunger on their head. So that would be cool. Yeah. But, but, um. <laughs> Some people are going to be really confused. <laughs> so I got to this point in my life where I was miserable. And, and this could be a whole nother story I tell, but I mean, I was. I was about 365, 370 pounds. Um, I, I I was not getting used hardly at all to sing. Um, I just felt I didn't have a great relationship with the ministry team at, at my church. I, I, I had honestly disconnected. I was going to church every single week. I was going to church, but I was not, I was not right where I needed to be. I was, I was essentially backslidden in the church and and um i went on a vacation um and i on this vacation um i was uh praying and i was was at another church and uh i think maybe that's what i needed i needed to be somewhere 
whether it was in my the basement of my house or or in my car or in a different, I needed to be somewhere that wasn't at my home church. So I went to this other, this other church uh, in a state very far away. And I was sitting there with my family and they were doing their, you know, their things. They, they were uh, really little at that time. Um, I want to say um, Elijah, who is, who is now um, 18 years old. I'm pretty sure he was probably only like um, seven back then when this happened. And, um, I just told God, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't be fake anymore. I'm not going to be one of those people that, that stays in church their whole life and, and fakes it. I just don't have that much energy. It's too hard. It, it, it was difficult being fake all the time. Um, and I said, mm-hmm. you know, God, I need you because I've always told you what I was supposed to do. I really need you just to tell me. I need you to tell me because if you, if you don't tell me, I'm just not going to be in church anymore. I, I just, I'm just not going to do it. And in that moment, uh, you know, I don't suggest necessarily everyone dictating to God and giving God a, you know, ultimatums. But I will say, I had got to that point. It, it didn't happen overnight. It happened over years. But I got to that point where I'm like, God, I, I, you have to. And, and God spoke to me in audible words. And I, I will, for the length of this discussion, I won't go into every single detail, but I will say, God spoke to me and told me he made it crystal clear I was going to be over a children's ministry. And I remember saying, what, what, when, where, how, you know, I started asking, I, I tried to play 20 questions with God. And it doesn't, it doesn't really work like that. Yeah, no. it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, boy, there was no pathway. It, it did not make any sense at the church that I go to. It didn't make any sense that I would come back from that vacation and be over children's ministry. The people that were doing it. They're amazing people. They're, they still go to our church today. Um, I, they're, they're slightly younger than me. I thought for sure they were going to do it the rest of their lives. I mean, I, I had no reason to, to think that it was even going to be at our church. Um, but the way God works, man, this is why I'm sharing this. This is why I want someone to, to understand the way God works. It doesn't make any sense to our, our minds. It doesn't need to. Um, that happened in April. That June, I was at a district camp in charge of the Ohio District Children's Services. Two months later, two months later, I was I was in charge of the children's services at a camp meeting. I was over. We renamed our children's ministry uh, from Kid City to Generation J. Um, uh, this oh, well, city's cute. Yeah, well, yeah, Eric, well, yeah. <laughs> Eric thought of it, so I didn't really think it was very good. No, uh, <laughs> Shut up, <shoot. laughs> I hope he never uses this. I love you, Eric. Oh, no. We all love you. Oh, no, I don't. I like Kid City, it's cute, but I like Generation well, I, J. Too. I, yeah, I'm related to Eric, so I have to say that. So, um, well, but of course, but uh, it, yeah, so so God took something and it really just blew my mind how something, a ministry I was working in that I honestly, I didn't realize those like seven years. And that's about how long it was. It was about seven or eight years. I had been, been working in children's ministry. I did not even comprehend or realize exactly what God was preparing me for. And, and for those of you that know me, if you know me at all, you know, some of my favorite things to do are like skits. And I love to do skits and I love to do uh, just being goofy and silly and, and doing lessons. And even when I when, even when I was 18 or 19 years old and I didn't really care about it, I did like doing that. I always liked doing that. I always said that was fun. Um, so God, God was able to take and and what, like I said, two months after he told me that's what was going to happen. There were doors, doors and windows and, and little crevices and cracks that just opened up that I didn't, I did not have to ask 
then that, that's the amazing, that's really the amazing part of this. I didn't go, I didn't come home from that vacation and go to my pastor and say, Hey pastor, I'm supposed to be over children's ministry. That's not how that worked. Um, God, God really impressed upon my heart to not only not ask, but to not talk about it. So I, I felt God really, really heavily dealing with me that if you have spent from the time you were 12, 13, 14 years old, you have tried to dictate to me what your ministry is, and you've tried to open doors yourself. You've gone to the music director and said, hey, I like this song. I think I should do the solo for it. Hey, I like. I think we should do this. I think I, you spent your whole entire life doing that. Why don't you let me do it? And let me show you how it works when I'm in charge. And, wow. and, and, oh man, I'll tell you, mind blown. I am now, I am able to um, say now it has been, it's been 11 years. I've been over the children's ministry for, for 11 years now. And, and I was able to, I, I moved to another state for about a year, year and a half. And, and, and I will tell you, when you have a calling and anointing that God gives you, uh, when I moved to the other state for a job, I had, I had to take, um, I was able to go to a church there that needed someone. It needed some, it needed someone that had a passion and a burden for children's ministry to help them. And they were a similar sized church that they had, uh, they had about 80 kids of their own. Plus they bust in some city kids, about 60 or 70 city kids. So, so there's about 150 kids in that children's ministry at that church. And I was able, because, because I found my anointed ministry, my calling from God, I was able to step into that position and help that church. And then when we came back from, from living there in that, in that other state, um, I was able to, to come back here and, and just everything flows. Everything, when, when God is in it, when God is, is telling you, uh, where to go and what to do instead of you telling God, that's where you're going to find a peace. And, and that's what I, when you asked me to, to, to come onto this, this podcast, I, I remember thinking in my mind, man, we could talk about so many things. I could talk about leadership. Um, I'm passionate about leadership. I, I read, um, I read or listen to approximately 35 to 40 books a year. Uh, and I'd say half of them are on leadership, servant leadership, uh, yeah. Christian leadership, things like that. We, we could talk about um, a lot of different things, but really this is something that I felt there's going to be some teenager that's going to be listening to this. And, and if you have a skill, if you have an ability to do something, and, and I can speak to singing because that's what mine was, but maybe it's something else too. But but uh, maybe you see somebody else is, is getting used more. Maybe, maybe that, you know, you don't think it's fair and, 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 and you let your feelings get hurt and, and you think, well, there's nothing, you know, I guess, I guess I'll never really get to, I just want to, I just want to speak into your life and let you know, all you have to do is turn it over to God because, because he is going to, blow your mind i know he he blew my mind and i'll tell you when i when i got back from that from that vacation and then i talked to our pastor and i was put into this position uh, my whole life i had a desire to hear people tell me how good i was now let's be honest we can laugh about this all day long but who who truly does it like that i mean really Mm-hmm. And everyone, yeah. everyone wants to, yeah, hey, that was good. You did a good job. And guess what? When, when you're a singer, when, when you're singing, when you're doing things like that in front of the church, that's what you get. You get that feedback. You get those people, yeah. those people, those pats on the, you know, you come down and I got, I'm 38 years old and I come down on the platform and I got people giving me fist bumps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, and I just, des- I desired that. I had such a desire to hear that, to get the affirmation, to get, to, to have, you know, oh, John, you did so good. You touched me. And, and when God put that burden for children's ministry on me, he completely took that away. And he didn't change, he didn't change my personality. I'm still me. I'm, I'm, I'm goofy. And I always joke about being humble. 
And I definitely believe in myself. I definitely believe in myself. Um, probably my wife would say too much. Um, <laughs> that's how I got her though. Anyways, that's a whole other story too. Um, <laughs> that's a fun one. You should come back yeah. on for that. Yeah, yeah that'll be, yeah, we'll have to, <laughs> we'll definitely have to redact a lot of uh, people and places and, and things. Um, but man, I'll, I'll tell you when, when, I felt that calling the children's ministry. I was able to go to our music, our music director, look him in the eyes and tell him, I'm not singing anymore. Not because of anything you've done, not because of, no, for no other reason than God has put it upon me. I need to focus completely on children's ministry. And, and there was a little bit of shock there. And the response, I got, are you, are you kidding me? Like, because, because remember from the time I was 13 years old, all I wanted to do, all I wanted was to be a worship leader. That was it. And then all of a sudden over the course of two or three months, like, I'm actually not going to sing anymore. (laughs) And, and I did not, I did not sing in besides occasionally in a choir but I stopped singing for the better part of, of seven or eight years. I did not sing for seven or eight years. Um, and it really wasn't until, until our current pastor um, came to the church and, and whatnot. And we had some other people, some, trans, some people transitioned to other, other places and different things happened that it, it kind of was, hey, I was needed. It was a short time. It was a short term thing. I was needed and, and I was able to step in and I, I thank God for that opportunity. I'm humbled by that opportunity, but you know, we're, we're kind of nearing the end of that where, where my need is there. And, and I'll tell you though, when you work in children's, when you work in children's ministry, if you're doing it to get a pat on the back, you're, you signed up for the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're, um, I, I know uh, Savannah, you, you have uh, spent some time, down teaching it is the uh, eight and nine yeah, year old class yeah. right so so when you when you do, when you get uh with those eight nine year olds and you're in there and say you're in there with with uh, uh mr ruby uh or or Carenza or someone like that um when they're done do, do the kids generally applaud um no <laughs> not really. right right exactly so are, are the, do the kids like pat pat them on the back and go man that was anointed no <laughs> no definitely not you're right i mean right you'd be lucky right? to get a thank you for getting water so <laughs> exactly and and so that was a huge part of the transition process for me and and what i found um in that was was uh, I had made church all about myself. I had made it all about my recognition, about my abilities, what God had given me to do. And, and man, I was humbled. I mean, I, it, it, there were times, there were times I would see people do singing songs. And I thought in my mind, I could do better than them. You, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It, it honestly doesn't matter if it's true or not. The bottom line that I felt that way, I, yeah. I, had, no bus- I had no business singing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I know there's going to be some, some teenager, some person is going to, is going to listen to this podcast and, and they're going to think going into this is probably just going to be goofy and funny. And, and we've already had some jokes. And I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll say some other things that will be humorous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I want them to, to know, um, man, don't, don't try to dictate to God what your ministry or your calling is. Cause when you. When you try to dictate that to God, especially if you have a natural ability in that, you you might find some temporary satisfaction in that. Ultimately, it's going to leave you hollow. It's going to leave it's going to leave you empty, and you're gonna you're gonna wish that you had honestly sought His true face and His true anointing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was heavy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true. It's true. And boy, it, it it changed my entire perspective on on life, on ministry. Like I said, I love leadership, and uh, I love encouraging. You. Truly, one of the reasons why I wanted to be on this po- this podcast is I want to support 
our young people, whether they are whether they are, are little children or, or teens or, or anything in that along those lines, because you're not you're not the church of tomorrow. Don't get confused. You're not the church of tomorrow. You are the church yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And and um, if there's anything that we can do as leaders uh, in the church, uh, I feel like it is our responsibility to to support you guys and and maybe while it's a podcast um you know become some some giant thing that that um you know we're like wow i was on like the fourth episode that was awesome you know and the eighth and also the 32nd (laughs) and the 420 um or or yeah or maybe this is a gateway maybe this is a gateway for for both of you or you know to to get this experience and and utilize this in ministry mm-hmm. um and and that's you know if, just even speaking directly to you two ladies um you have all all the potential in the world and and it's not just potential you're actually taking action so i commend you ladies for even for even doing this because you put yourself out there and uh it's pretty cool thank you so so you got any like difficult mind-bending um questions for me things that 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 you just man i wonder what john would say if i asked him this Hmm. so you you said that god spoke to you and you you actually heard his voice what so what what did it like sound like you know i know the whole like still small voice thing but how did (laughs) how did it like feel that is an amazing question i love that question um you know like a regular guy? Is that, is that a weird answer? Probably, I don't think I don't know. so. I mean, he um, was. <laughs> I, 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 um, I had my head down, kind of like I was in, sitting on a pew. I had my head down kind of in between my knees. And uh, I literally heard, I was trying to think of how many words it was. It's like seven words. And I, I heard a sentence. And I, I actually, I actually looked around. I actually set up for a second. And I looked around because I, I literally thought someone had spoken to me and there was nobody even walking away. And there's nobody, there's, there was nobody else around. Um, and, and then, and then it actually happened one other time in regards to that. Um, you know, and actually I'll, I'll go ahead and share this part of the story because it, it is, it is really amazing how, how God works. But, but uh, I mentioned how I didn't have a great relationship with my yeah. pastor um, just because I, I just, I just wanted to avoid him. I was afraid. And, you know, I was afraid that maybe he'd, he'd see what I really was. Um, so I wanted to hide, hide what I was and hide, hide my bitterness and hide those things. Um, so I actually called a meeting with my pastor shortly after I got up, I got back from vacation and, and I wanted to just let him know, you know, pastor, I want to let you, for the first time in my adult life, I want to let you be my pastor. Like, I, I actually want you. I need you. I need you to tell me, to be real with me, to hold me accountable. And, and so, you know, obviously, this is just a, a couple of weeks after hearing God tell me this in my ear. I, I pull up to the church for this meeting with pastor and... This, that's the second time I've heard God's voice and the only other time I've heard his voice. And what did it sound like? Once again, it just sounded like a regular voice. Like it's the regular person. It, it wasn't a whisper. It wasn't a boom, you know, oh, listen here, this is God, which would have been cool. That would have been kind of cool. A little or scary. Like, <laughs> maybe, a, I, probably, probably yeah. a little bit, maybe. Um, but, but I did hear say, God say, four words. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Like, what does that mean? Mm. What? Don't talk. Wait, and then I was what? like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. I know what he's talking about. Children's ministry. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went into this meeting with our pastor. Uh, and and I, I'm talking, I, I'm pouring my heart out to him. I, I told him everything except my experience in, in, when I was out of state. I didn't, I didn't tell him about that. I just told him, hey, you know, I, in the last year, I had gone from 365 pounds to 270. I lost almost 100 pounds. 
I'm trying to get my life in order physically and spiritually. You know, I didn't quite finish that story earlier either, but I, I, you know, I lost, I lost weight. I, I, I was changing, trying to change my whole life. And to complete that process, I wanted to build a relationship with my pastor. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked for like an hour. I was getting ready to leave his office. And he says, Brother John, you got anything else that you want to talk about? Anything else you want to talk about? And I'm like, uh, man, God, you're playing games with me. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so I looked at my pastor. I said, I'm good right now. I'm good. Uh, there's nothing else that I want to talk about right now. And I didn't lie because I, I really didn't want to talk about it because God told me not to talk about it. If God told me not to talk about it. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, and, and our pastor looks at us again. He looks at me again. And he says, uh, you absolutely certain there's not, oh nothing you want to talk about. <laughs> and I looked at him. I smiled. And I said, pastor. My heart is clear right now. Thank you. And I and I walked out and I shut the door. Wow. Uh, right, right as it shut, he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, brother John, come back in here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh boy, what's about to happen? You know, am I getting kicked out of the church? You know, wouldn't be the first time. No, would have been." But um, and he said, he said, "You know, brother John, this is wild." But very few times in my life have I ever given God an ultimatum. But right before, right before you sent me a, a message to see if we could have a meeting, I got a message from the person over the children's ministry letting me know that they, they uh, are wanting to give it up. They just don't feel that it's their calling. Um, you know, they love God. They love the church. And they'll, they'll help in the children's ministry. They just, it's just not their calling. And that person suggested me to talk to you. Mm. I, I didn't see it. <laughs> talk about humbling. <laughs> you know, he's like, I didn't remember. You know, they said your name and I was like, yeah, right. John, John Wilson. <laughs> he's, he's garbage at children's ministry. Anyways. Um, and then he said, I gave God an ultimatum when I prayed before meeting with you. I told God minutes before you came in here this is this is the exact same this is the exact same time i heard god's voice in my car minutes before you came to my office i told god if john talks about children's ministry at all i will know that he is not supposed to be over it. wow wow but if he doesn't i will know that is the calling that you have placed on his life hmm. and in that moment, and I'm getting I'm getting choked up just thinking about it because uh, those that are familiar at all with our church know that this 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 great man of God, this pastor of ours, passed away just a few years ago. Um, but he he looked at me, he spoke into me as if he had never met me before. He it went from it went from uh, what well, he just looked at me and he said, "Brother John, you are you are over the children's ministry in this church." I want you to change the name. I want you to modernize it. I want whatever God has put inside of you. I feel a confirmation that this is what you were made and born to do. And like I said, that was a few weeks later, I was at Ohio district camp for, for one of the organizations um, that we were a part of doing leading leading their children's services a, a year a year and a half later i was going to conferences and and teaching other people about children's ministry i now i now am, have been for for a couple years now a writer for pentecostal publishing house mm-hmm. helping with with curriculum for multiple different age groups um, working on the bbs projects and and so many things I can't even quite yet talk about, but but when when, when God is in it, whew, get ready to get blown away, but man. I'm sorry, uh, Savannah. That was a that was a long answer to a short yeah. question. That's okay. But that's what I'm good at. Yeah. <laughs> any any other questions? I mean, this is exciting. Hmm. <laughs> I have a favorite podcast uh, moment. Really? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, 
So it was during the uh, the college, the the Bible college uh, podcast. Yes, one of my favorites. <laughs> yes, and and actually, Preston, you know, once again, my son, he he claims he's your biggest fan. I disagree. I, didn't I say even I know am. Preston but, listens either. Oh yeah, he listens. He listens all That's the time. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, I like the part. Yeah, shout out to Preston. There, I like the part where they were like talking quietly saying things they weren't supposed or allowed to do and and somehow thinking that if you say it quietly it wouldn't make the podcast i don't know i was that was my favorite part no one will hear it I if was... i just lower my voice about three notches yeah. uh, down we're not supposed we're not supposed to do this we're not supposed to do that but uh you know i've done these things but you know uh, uh but if i say it, i got a kick out of that i thoroughly enjoyed it. yeah that was that was a good that was a good moment for sure yeah. So, so you ladies um, have have helped in the yeah. children's ministry in different capacities. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Savannah's had a very unique experience. She has been an interpreter oh, in yes. the J zone. We haven't even we, we haven't even talked about that on yeah. yeah. So she's she's been an interpreter in the J zone. She's a teacher in the uh, eight and nine year old class. Uh, she was a member of the action song team until until we kicked her uh, out, yes. Arissa. Yes. Whatever. We just said, yeah, and that's definitely how that went we down. We just said we that's how do not went. want you anymore. Go away. Get out of our sight. I could not be kicked out. Yes, you're good. You're good with your hands, but your feet is terrible. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> no, I was actually so sad, but uh, <laughs> we definitely um, did yes. not kick her out. And, and Arissa, Arissa, you have helped out in the capacity of of not just being on the action song team, but in a, in a leadership role in that. Yeah. Okay, so all of that being said, uh, is there anything about working in the children's ministry, uh, about maybe the, the leadership style that, that I have, that working with me, that has, has helped you, or anything, any suggestions you would have for me? Or is there anything about being around this children's ministry in particular that has impacted you? Savannah, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I can. I can go first. Um, wow. Okay. So working in the children's ministry at our church, it's been really, it's been a lot of fun. Honestly, like my perspective of uh, all of the teachers in general, including you, John. We, I think that we do a really good job of um, holding, holding the attention. Um, cause I know that they, the, the kids, like we, we have quite a few kids that come, so it, it gets, a uh, a little crazy sometimes, but we can, you can still like draw the attention back, especially you, John. I, I really feel like, uh, when, when they're all together and some of the kids, they start to like go off on tangents and they're just, uh, doing their own thing. You can really like grab their attention and bring it back and like, you know, circle them back in and, um, have them like focus on the lesson without even like necessarily making it feel like you're making them focus on the lesson Mm -hmm. which I mean that's something that I've always really like been inspired by because I think it's like that's a really good quality to have when you're in children's ministry because the kids can get rambunctious and stuff but um I mean working working at my perspective of uh doing what I've done it's been so much fun. All of the kids, they, you get this like special relationship with each of these kids and uh, some, some want to connect with you more than others and that's fine. But like each of the kids, you have a really special relationship and that's probably my favorite part of it is that like all of those kids, they, um, they are so like easy going with their love. So they'll like automatically, as soon as you connect with them, they'll be like, ah, you're my favorite person in the entire world. And that's, I mean, that's, it just, that's when you like, that's, that's probably the part that I just love the most. So. Yeah. That's what makes children's ministry. Awesome. And before I let you answer Arissa on your own podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. The, go ahead. The, wow. Wow. John took over the podcast. Um, so, um, um, oh my goodness. My dog keeps like snoring. <laughs> And making noises. I don't know if you guys can hear oh, it. But he- I just thought you were having like a breathing issue. I wasn't. <laughs> no. I wasn't really. No, I, no, I can't. I can't hear he's it. He's driving me yeah, crazy. Me okay, I'm glad you can't hear. It. Go ahead. So, um, you mentioned something interesting, Savannah. Kind of made me think. Uh, you know, 
most children's ministries, um, they have rules. There's rules. Like you come in and it's like, hey, before we do anything, this is the rules we're going to do. I know at our, our church, we always did that. There were always rules. They were either posted. At one point, we had a stop sign. Uh, we, we literally had, we had a working, functioning stop sign with red, yellow, and green. And we had people's kids' names on it. You know, and one of the things that God really laid on my heart um, in children's ministry, and I've, I've done the same kind of thing in, in parenting, is we don't have, we don't go over the rules because, because there's really only one rule and it's respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we respect the kids, but they have to respect us and they have to respect each other. And this, I think as long as you have that respect, so I just want to throw that out there. You mentioned, you know, getting them all, getting all their attention and stuff. It's because as an adult, I still have an opportunity to show children respect. Because yeah. if, if one of them raises their hand and if they, if they want to speak or they want to say something, I'm going to stop everything. I'm going to let that kid ask that question. And if they ask a question and everybody can't hear it, and you probably, if you ever watch any of my skits or any of my videos, uh, I, I naturally repeat what the person says just because I, I you know, I work with kids. And, yeah. But it's, it's important to me. If, if we have a little five-year-old or six-year-old that, that has a prayer request and they say it, I want to make sure every other kid in that whole room knows what that little five or six-year-old said was their prayer request. Yeah. So, so I think it's all about respect. But yeah. All right. Arissa, you are now on the clock. Okay. <laughs> um, well, what you were saying about respect also, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think that when you respect a child, they automatically respect you back. So um, that's definitely a big deal because I actually have worked, I worked in a different children's ministry at a different church before I came to um, un, un, unnamed church in Heath, Ohio. Nondescript church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very vague, um, nobody knows church. Um, and nobody really connected with the kids. And I actually do believe we had rules somewhere or something like that, but like, it almost the teachers almost some of them were like almost annoyed when the children would like come and talk to them or show them something and it always kind of like bothered me a little bit but um and they would always have the teens work and it was basically like you worked in kids ministry or you were in like adult church and adult church was like super boring and uh so everyone was kind of forced like all the all the children the teenagers we had to work there or we were in boring adult adult church and I actually ended up finding um I was in a certain class that I worked with a certain people I liked them but I did work with other people here and there and um Christian like ah oh you almost said it you didn't (laughs) didn't say it's the children's ministry is is very very different from anything that I've experienced in my past childhood because I've been to a bunch of different churches and in the ones that I've worked in before um I think I think just the fact that like even just everyone knows all the kids names that's Mm -hmm. that's such a big deal because you make them feel special and you make them feel like you know them I remember the very first time that I uh, met John because I haven't gone to this church my whole life and actually neither has Savannah so yeah that's fun but um, the first time I met John, he was in, uh, he had a wig on because he wears a lot of wigs. <laughs> and he was no. pretending to be a super dude in the Winter Olympics. Oh, you, my. You were a snowboarder, weren't you? Not a... uh, I was. Yeah. I wasn't. I was, I, I would probably die instantly if I was actually a snowboarder. <laughs> like, it would, I would like hit, I'd, I'd jump off the thing. I don't even know what it's called. But I'd start going down the hill, and I would instantly break every bone in my yeah. body. That would be that would be it. <laughs> I think so. But um, I just remember, like, I was like, "Well, this guy's crazy." And then you like started talking to my siblings, and they totally just—I think maybe one of them didn't—but they totally just walked in, and uh, like weren't even like nervous or scared. They were just—they thought you were funny, and next, and they were excited, and they walked in, and everybody welcomed them. And I just—I think it's really a really cool the interaction side of it because that's not something that I've experienced before. Well, I think it's awesome what you mentioned there um, about about um, having to work yeah. and do children's ministry because that that is that is a rule 
that I have. I don't, I don't, I don't broadcast my rules, of course, but there are rules exist. Of course, you're all, you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. Uh, a personal, a personal rule that I have for our ch- children's ministry staff, whether it's a teenager, whether it's a, an adult, um, if you don't want to do it, I don't want you to do it. I don't, yeah. I don't want, I don't want me. I don't want the version of me that didn't care what I was doing because I squandered so many ministry opportunities um, over those first seven or eight years of working in children's ministry. Mm-hmm. So many connections I could have made. So many differences in children's lives I could have made. And because I didn't care, I didn't care. And it didn't, and, and I just let things go. So that is one thing I have to the point. Uh, there's been times where I honestly have wondered, how am I going to staff this class? How am I going to staff? How am I going to, how am I going to do this thing? If, if I, if this person quits or if I get rid of this person because they don't really want to do it. And I'll tell you what, God, God answers those prayers immediately. And I, we have, we have such a, a, a an amazing, uh, I, I work with children's directors and pastors um, from all over the country and, and a bunch of different denominations, even not even just ours. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest problem that, that um, children's ministry faces is uh, needing to find volunteers. Yeah. I will tell you right now, uh, there are probably, probably 10 to 15 people in our church that if I ask them, Hey, would you help with children's ministry? at least 10 or 15 that would say, yeah, of course I can help. But I haven't asked them yet because I'm already using 40 people. Mm-hmm. I, we have, we have a huge, uh, we have a huge volunteer staff that, and, and everybody is like, here, can I do that too? Can I do that too? Right. You know, we, we're, we, we're planning for a VBS and, and I just mentioned, Hey, I have this need. And the next thing you know, I got 13 people saying, Hey, can I do it? Yeah. So it's really uh, we've, we've tried to build that, that culture of, of you don't have to do children's ministry. You get to do children's right. ministry. Yeah. And when you have those people in those classes, uh, I referenced a couple of them earlier. I'll tell you what, I, I do want to uh, send a shout out to someone like, like a Teresa Long, uh, who has, has taught preteens. We're talking 25 years. You know, yeah. she's been in the same class. And her passion for it is no less now than it was 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have you have a Becky Beckham who is who is you know she is in her in her 60s, and she is just as excited to teach on a Wednesday night as, as she was when I was a little kid when she was my favorite Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Ruby, Ruby Fowler. Uh, I, I don't really think anybody knows how old she actually is, <laughs> but but. I think, I think she, no, I, I do know uh, she is in her upper seventies and, and she uh, has got, had gone through some med- medical issues where she couldn't come to church for a while. Mm-hmm. And she asked, she's like, brother John, are you, are you still going to have a spot for me when I come back? I mean, that's, that's exciting. And of yeah. course, you know, the, the, as soon as she got healthy, she was back in that class and those kids were hugging her and loving on her. And I think uh, Savannah, you might even got, had got to been in there with her one yeah. of those times but man we have such an incredible team uh that uh a long going joke a children's ministry i referenced it earlier is generation j it's definitely not john but i will tell you <laughs> uh, when i when, when the j doesn't stand for john but i did tell when i told our previous pastor uh that i wanted to name it generation j he's like okay oh okay what's that what's that stand for and i'm like okay well you know you know generation x Generation Y, Generation Z, you know, you have millennials, you know, Generation J is just, a, it's a generation uh, for Jesus, dedicated and set aside for Jesus. He's like, oh, I thought it stood for John. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it doesn't, but my sister, Melissa, still thinks it does. So, you know, like 11 years later, she still thinks it does. So I just That's amazing. Well, you, well, you ladies are amazing, also. Man, I'm so I'm so thankful you guys have thought of me to to have me on here to share my testimony and and just a few other things. But yeah, you you ladies are incredible. Well, thanks Thank for coming you. on. Yes. So, so I have this idea that you should you should add like a new outro uh, to the end of every episode that you do, and it could be something super cool. I don't know, maybe like a famous singer, like like me. Oh. Um, and 
Remember my whole testimony? Well, guess what? I'm still a famous singer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm humble about it, though. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Definitely. I, I won't sing I Give You Glory. Okay. I Give You Glory. Hey. Yeah, okay. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't leave me hanging. Wow. You almost did. I'm like, sorry. Arissa's like, I'm not participating. I'm not going <laughs> to say hey. It's kind of like I, I was just thinking that I didn't want you to sing it because I wanted a different song, and then you just started singing, and I was like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> oh we're doing this." Yeah, in Ohio, in Ohio, someone says O H I O, right? And then someone says, "I give you glory." Hey, exactly. Like it's just that's just hey. what you do. Yeah, that's what you do. So, uh, oh, so goodness. now I've prepared this this next outro song uh, for for you um, within the last four seconds in my mind. Okay. So, so uh, I think this is going to minister to somebody okay. as, uh, as they go on with the rest of their life. Uh, maybe they've regretted the decision to make it this far into the podcast. Hopefully. <laughs> I hope hopefully, they're still here. Hopefully. hopefully yeah. They might just actually want to tune in and just come to the end of the podcast to hear this. So, so uh, <clears throat> here we go. Here we go. Wow. Wow. It's a podcast, and John Wilson was on it, episode four. All the other episodes are pretty good, but not as good as number four. Five. Ah. Well, that's embarrassing. Five. <laughs> Definitely number five. Oh, have I missed them all? Okay, so, but no, I, I do think, you know, life, life is all about, it's all about not taking yourself too seriously. It is, you know, d- don't worry uh, about what other people think, man. Don't let anybody ever tell you in ministry what you need to be or what you need to do, unless, of course, it's your pastor. That's a little bit different. Your ministry team, of <laughs> course, respect them, but mm-hmm. don't. You know, peer pressure says to do this or to do that, man. You know, you do what God has has given you the opportunity to do, and and has has given you the ability to do, and and, and uh, it's all going to work out. Yeah. Is this really episode five? I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty wow. sure, man. I, so I could like come up with like a rap song that rhymed with five, because four—that's a bore. But five, five's alive. So I could have like <laughs> totally came up with five. Like, four was a bore. Five is alive. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> four was great. What? What's up? It's okay. Yeah, I just ruined it. So, yeah, ladies, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Yes. Oh, good. For it's been too. a pleasure for us too. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, we uh we're going to we're going to let you go here. And uh once again, thank you very much for coming on. Yes, thank you. This was great. Yeah, I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to uh putting it out there for everyone to hear. Oh yeah, and and of course their lives are going to just be just changed. They're just going to be like destroyed in the best way. You know? <laughs> Every worldview is just gonna be re rethought. I, I like how you said destroyed in the best way because I've never I've never heard a scenario where it's ever been like that got destroyed in a really nice way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when people are like destroy that like button on their YouTube videos. You know that's that's the kind of destroyer. Yeah, that kind. <laughs> yeah, do that. Good oh yeah, by the way, subscribe yeah, Generation J uh, YouTube channel. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, well, for sure. Wow. Well, I actually do because a bunch of videos have me in them. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we need to have a talk at, off of off of this podcast about about you know humility and and. Uh, oh yes. Hey, dude, that, <laughs> the action song team rocks for real though. I, I we get yeah. people we get people from all over the country uh, commenting and liking. I've had people ask, "Hey, are we allowed to use these songs?" I'm like, "Like, why would I put them on the internet?" <laughs> so no actually please. no yes you cannot. please yeah, <laughs> so but yeah we'll we'll plug that we'll plug that in the uh in the description of the video Beautiful. yes well or podcast well, ladies, but <laughs> i gotta go uh you know i gotta go take care of my uh, four kids and my wife you know i gotta yeah. do all those things that adults do so yeah <laughs> well thank you bye goodbye and preston i'm they said I'm the best fan, not you. <laughs> you should have had him come yeah, on. He's looking at me right now. Time. He's looking at me, and he's—he oh, he gave me kind of a stink face, but he knows. 
you know, Preston. Preston. Preston, do you have anything to say? Do you have anything to say, Preston? You can be on the podcast. You can be on the podcast. Wow. Well, I would like to say that I'm the number one fan, not my dad. Um, I would like to say he's an idiot and I'm the number one also a very good singer yes oh boy yeah you better you better you better focus on children's ministry (laughs) (laughs) okay well thanks for coming on John thanks for coming on Preston yes take care ladies we'll we'll see ya Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for listening this far. Um, We just want to ask that if you are on Spotify to follow us, subscribe, whatever that is. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, hopefully this will be on Apple Podcasts, um, (laughs) that you would subscribe and you would leave a five-star review and just... uh, help us spread the word for this podcast but um well we love you guys and we hope that you're you're living well you're you're laughing every single day yes every day and that something makes you say wow (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) 